This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 31 of the Wisdom by Oisa show on the Horse Radio Network. This is Mike Donnell. I'm Casey Wilbanks Coletti. And this is Sophia Aguila. Welcome to Wisdom by Wessa on the Horse Radio Network. This podcast is brought to you by the Western and English Sales Association, WISA, which provides the world's largest trade events for retailers, manufacturers, and sales representatives of the equestrian industry. In this podcast, we feature exclusive interviews with noteworthy Western and English personalities, retailers, and exhibitors who you've always wanted to talk to. Don't miss out on all the news for manufacturers and retailers in the equine industry. Hi, Sophia. Episode number 31. Thanks for joining us again today. Hi. Hey, well, I mean, 31 episodes is kind of a big deal. It doesn't seem that long, but I think it's a substantial amount of episodes, and it's always great to have this chat with you. So today's guest, I've been doing some research, very interesting. All the stories of these unique individuals are just always so amazing to me. But today's guest, he isn't just known for his great invention, but he's also known for his teaching skills. Elaborate on that for us. Yeah, so Wessa usually lets exhibitors explain their products in either how-to demo or a product demo, depending on the trade show or the time of the year. And so just so that buyers can learn from the exhibitors, well, the pros themselves, up close and personal. And Pete is actually one of the exhibitors that has been making use of this free opportunity every single time. And he really puts in a great effort to explain the key benefits of his products and really just show what their use is and, of course, to answer any questions. What do you think it is about him that makes it easy for WISA buyers to spot him on the WISA floors? Yeah, so Pete, of course, alongside his wife, arranged a very creative, yet also really organized booth display. So whenever they exhibit at the WISA trade shows, their products are really easy to spot and really nicely displayed with a certain theme. And, of course, it's really eye-catching. So I do think that a lot of the buyers to recognize him just by their layout of their booth. And at this point, I really just wanted to remind exhibitors that also at the upcoming trade show, everyone can sign up to win a cash prize or a free food or award for their booth display at the Western Trade Show. And again, that is judged by an independent group of people and not the board or us ourselves. Well, thank you. And I just want to commend you. I, I mentioned we're 31 episodes in, and I just wanted to take a minute that you've done such a good job lining up the guests and picking the guests. And I'm sure it's probably a pretty easy job considering there are so many amazing individuals <laughs> that are at WISA. And, but nonetheless, uh, always great interviews, always very unique people. And I look forward to today. So we'll, we won't keep anyone from the suspense any longer for our guests today. We'll let Mike now introduce our guests for today. After helping a friend move from the East Coast to Colorado as a young man, Pete Melnicker stayed in the West getting jobs as a ranch hand on several ranches in Colorado and Wyoming. Along the way, he saw someone with a handmade rope halter in a cow camp he was working and became intrigued with the idea of making one. Today, that idea has grown into a major Western tack company still turning out handmade products. Pete joins us today to talk about all that. I feel so very fortunate to have the ability to interview such 
unique individuals and products through this WISA podcast. And I mentioned that earlier in this episode. And today is absolutely no different. Uh, Today, we welcome Pete Milnicker to the show. Pete, thanks for joining us today. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm the founder, president, uh, CEO, whatever, garbage collector, all for (laughs) Double Diamond Halter Company. And we started in 1985. I was working on a ranch and a fellow cowboy, Slim Walter, had a rope halter, which I had tied knots over the years. And Slim said, it looks, I said, it looks pretty easy to make. And Slim said, well, it's not as easy as you think. And there are times when I wish I had said, yeah, you're right, and walked away. But I was going to cow camp and got some rope and started tying some halters just as what I thought would be extra income, selling them to custom cowboy and Kings in Sheridan, Wyoming. And it was just supposed to be extra money. And over the years, it's developed into a more than a full-time business, it seems like. Our products, based on the fact that we filled the, filled the need with the rope halters, and we started making rope halters, and that led to leads, lead ropes, and makadis. And we have stores we sell to all over the U.S. and several foreign countries. Right now, I think we have 11 foreign countries we sell to. And we started out with a five-year guarantee. And, and it's interesting that none of our competitors have ever gone to 10 years. They've all stayed with five years as well. So that must be the magic number. We can we figure we're probably the largest manufacturer of rope halters because we've been doing it for 34 years. Our quality, varied sizes, and ability to do custom orders is, I think, what puts us ahead of a lot of our competition. The other part is that our understanding of the horsemanship and the needs of the horsemen, due to my association with people like Buck Branneman and Ray Hunt and Sharon Camarillo and Mike Beers, has really helped us to fill a need that is out there. Uh, The other factor is that we have relied on our quality to be the number one item that we've never, we've never compromised on the rope or the quality of the production. And, and that has allowed us to, to stay ahead of a lot of the competition. You mentioned something that I did want to touch on just a little bit further because you competition and that meaning there is a lot of rope halters out there, but the uniqueness of your product is uh, that it's built by cowboys and tested by Bronx. And that's a quote coming directly from your website, which is doublediamondhalters.com. And so I wanted you to touch on that just a little further and the art of tying knots. Just elaborate on those two concepts just a little bit more. Okay. Well, we did. We started out, we were t- I was tying halters and I was helping Buck Branneman with some horses and he started using them and we noticed they were pretty good. Well, he went on the road doing clinics in about 83, 85 and started using the halters and that really opened up a market for us. The ability to tie knots was just something that probably I started in the Boy Scouts and for some reason it it was something that, that fit me pretty well. And over the years, we've just picked up more knots and and different products. Uh, The, the, benefit of WISA has been that people come to the market and they're able to compare products, same products from different different vendors and get a real understanding of what of what the process is or what the products are and how they all fit together. And that's something that, that they can't get from a salesman walking in with a sample case and giving them a couple of minutes or a half an hour. Whereas when they're at the market, their total dedication 
is to is to looking at your lines and not being uh, distracted by your everyday day to day occurrences that are happening in the store, and there's no interruption. So I've always said the benefit of WISA is that people can compare the products between the different vendors. Uh, my association with Buck Brownman and Ray Hunt was very instrumental in that the their use of it and their endorsement of it allowed a lot of people to see it. When I first started WISA in probably 87 or 88, I was the only rope halter in there. We were showing with a, with a firm called Morgan's, which is not in existence anymore, and we were the only rope halters in the business. I don't think now you can probably go three booths without running into somebody's rope halters. But I, I continue to look at them, and I still am, am able to say that ours are the best quality out there whether it's the quality of the rope or the workmanship and the tightness of the knots. And we also have an extensive line of Makati's lead ropes, lariats, horsemanship flags, and all of these are related from the needs of horsemen that have been to clinics or that have horses and are trying to get them to operate on a better communication. It obviously speaks volumes that some of the people that you mentioned, Buck Branneman, Ray Hunt, Mike Beers, Sharon Camarillo, for any that don't know, obviously very well-known clinicians of in the Western industry. Mike Beers was a 23-time NFR qualifier and a world champion team roper. And it speaks volumes that they use your products. But I would like you to tell our listeners, because there's rope halters, there's also nylon halters. I love rope halters myself. Uh, I obviously, I love your rope halters. The, the, I, the way I explain it is just kind of the feel in my hands, but I would like you to explain it further. Another benefit is there's no hardware on a rope halter either, but explain the difference from your perspective of the rope halter benefits compared to a nylon halter. Well, a nylon halter is flat web and usually about one inch in, di- in width, and it passes from alongside the horse's head up to the neck. So when the horse pulls back, all the pull or any influence on the horse to step forward is basically on the neck, which has a one, you have a one-inch wide piece of nylon pushing against all the muscle in the neck. A rope halter will come from the throat latch, if it's put on properly, will come from the throat latch and come behind the jaw. And so the influence is on the jaw, which is all you have there is some bone and skin, and you have a 5-16 piece of rope that is up against that, so the influence is greater. But the bigger achievement is that when you're training that horse, that you teach him to yield to pressure by stepping forward, and you can do that because you have the ability to drive him forward and pick up on that lead rope at the same time, and therefore he never learns to avoid the pressure by trying to pull back. But the bigger thing is it engulfs his head, and so his whole head is is wrapped with the halter, not just his neck. Thank you for that. And that's just such a huge benefit for your retailers, uh, the ability for you to know so much, obviously, about hands-on making the product, but obviously the knowledge in using the product as well is such a benefit for retailers to be able to resell your product. And I'm going to let Mike come in now and talk a little more about the retail aspect of your product. Well, I do have a question. Obviously, with a podcast, we reach worldwide, and I know you sell through retailers. There's part of an online business. My question really was, is there a good international market for your products? Especially yeah, your holders. We're selling to 11 countries right now. We sell Germany, Sweden, Switzerland, France, Italy, 
Australia, New Zealand. So our product is pretty well distributed all over the world. And is that primarily through retailers in those countries or online? Mostly through retailers. Some of those, the way it's evolved, Mike, over the years, a lot of these retailers have online uh, businesses besides their besides their brick and mortar store. And so we also have a lot of retailers in the United States that are shipping overseas as well. Okay. And another question, I was kind of intrigued. Tell us a bit about the crew you have there producing your products. Well, I have several people here that help me, and we're pretty close to college, so we employ quite a few college students as well, besides our permanent staff or our full-time staff that we have in the shop as well. And they've all learned how to tie those knots? Yeah, and the benefit for the college students is that we're pretty flexible on our time, and so if they have a busy schedule one day, they can make it up on the weekends and get their hours in. And so that's really worked well for the college students, and it's a good break from being in the academic world to come and tie halters and a lot of the kids are from ranches and probably wouldn't want to be working in a Burger King or similar similar place like that. Oh, that's great. And as well, I always like to ask uh, companies and brands this question, what's changed or what's new, if anything, from the halters that you started with quite a few years ago? Well, I guess the the biggest thing with the halters is that we have more colors. When I started, I thought only outfitters and cowboys would buy them. And so I had a red, a blue, a brown, and two different brown halters. And that was about it for for colors. And years ago, a gal I knew that trained horses had a customer that went and bought one of my new colors. and, And I said, so she needed a new halter. And she said, no, she liked the color, so she had to buy it. And I knew people would do that with clothing, but I never thought that people would go out and buy a halter that they didn't need just because they liked the new color. And so the colors have really developed over the years, and that is, but black is still probably our number one selling color. Well, that's interesting. Casey, this is a fashion item. (laughs) It's a fashion item. Well, and it's a great item. And also, I think a big part of this, a lot of people that I see rope halters, they tie them wrong. They put them on wrong. And there's a place on your website that says how to, and you instruct on how to do it, which is a really important part. I think it's important part for your consumers. It's important part of this for your retailers. You have a clean cut, really nice website. Again, that's doublediamondhalters.com. There's a huge list of products. You mentioned those a little bit at the beginning of the interview. But if there's any you would like to elaborate on, just a little bit. I'd love for you to do so. There's split reins and adjustable reins and uh, numerous products that uh, people can buy from uh, Double Diamond Halters. And there's a lot of people that have come out with products and they've tried to copy them. One of the things we have that nobody that nobody else has is our braided parachute cord. A lot of people over the years have hand braided that, but not to the ability to put them in stores because the, if you're doing them by hand, the price you need for them won't isn't isn't is is not going to allow the stores to to make a profit on them and so we have the braided parachute cord we also have the tree line lead ropes we have those in white and black we also have quite an extensive line of other makati's and we have uh, several lead ropes and we have our lariat selection which involves uh everything from soft to triple x soft and a lot of us uh, different Hondas. We have the Branneman Honda, the Great Basin, the Montana Buckaroo Honda, and we have Rawhide Hondas as well that we can either sell on the ropes or separate to the stores. 
as well as we have stainless steel and composite horsemanship flags that we sell. Well, one thing we know from talking to brands, especially unsuccessful like yours, the people who are running the business always have another product in the back of their mind. I don't know what you might have in the back of your mind. I don't know if you're willing to share it, but I'll offer the opportunity if you can tell us what maybe you're thinking about to bring out in the future. Well, we have always looked at different materials to add to our line, but also we've started with new products. And we have one thing that we do have out that just in the last year or so is our fully adjustable rain, which we developed with some help from people in the barrel racing industry because they like to have a rain that they can run warm up long and then shorten. And it's pretty easily shortened. We have a, a nice way of going through a set of rings to shorten the rain up and well as putting some little horsehair tassel on the end to dress it up a little bit and make it a little classier looking outfit. That's a product Casey would understand. <laughs> well, a lot of products, as I mentioned this in the beginning, that they're great products for the cowboy. They're made by a cowboy and they're they're tested on real horses. And I think that's a big part of this. And we, Sophia had so many great things to say about your setup at the WISA on the WISA floors and the buyers are easily, they easily spot your booth and your items and you do such a great job at teaching the best way to utilize your products and just so many great compliments. Again, you're one of the unique individuals with a great product that we've just loved having you here on the show and um, we're excited for more people to learn about your products and more retailers to get your products in the stores. Mike, do you have anything else to add before we let Pete go? No, I just thank you for your patience with us and also thank you for taking the time last week to talk with me, to go out and check with other people who've been on the show and then obviously doing some preparation. And from our end, we really appreciate that. Well, you're welcome. And the only thing I would add, and I don't know if you fit that in anywhere, but the fact that you mentioned about people not tying them correctly, we have all over the years, from almost the very start, we put all the information on the product card so people could self-educate themselves. But a lot of people over the years, they look at the card and then they just, they don't look at the back of it. And the directions are on there on how to tie the halter correctly. And if it's not tied correctly, if a horse does pull back, a lot of times then the only way to get it off is to cut it off. Yeah, because exactly. Because the knot pinches down, you know. Thank you. And it's not yeah. that hard to tie. It's not that hard to tie if somebody will look at the direction on the halter yeah. card. Yes, it's actually easier to tie it the correct way than the incorrect way. So thank you for adding that. That's a really good point. I just cringe when I see a rope halter tied wrong. I, it's just one of those things. So thank you for adding that. You bet. You bet. Pete, thanks for your time, my friend. Okay. The show notes and links from today's show can be found at the website wisdombywessa.com. And, of course, we'd always like to hear your feedback as listeners. There is a contact link on that website. The Wisdom by Wisa show will be published on the 15th and 30th of every month. You can listen on most of your favorite podcast players, and you can also listen on the Horse Radio Network app on your iOS or Android phone. You just search Horse Radio Network in the App Store. It's free, and it's super easy to use. Be sure to visit all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Thanks for listening to the Wisdom by Wisa podcast. Wisa, where the industry meets. <laughs>